It's Gaudete Sunday, that time in Advent when we catch a glimpse of the joy that will be here in just a few weeks. Uh, the rose-colored candle is lit. I'm wearing my rose-colored vestments. And it's a chance for us to check in and see how our time of waiting has been. And so, with less than two weeks left before Christmas, allow me to ask one question. What are you waiting for? Maybe it's a relative returning home for the holidays, or perhaps the chance to come together with family and friends. Hopefully, we are not only waiting for, but even longing for the person of Jesus Christ. He should be at the center of our watching and waiting. But while we're waiting, let's take a look into that dark prison cell we heard about in the gospel, the one where John the Baptist is sitting. What's he waiting for? We're not told exactly, but we do know that he has grown weary waiting. And finally, he sends out a message for Jesus that might seem a little strange. Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? How do we make sense of that question? Isn't this the same John the Baptist who, at the visitation, leapt in the womb of his mother Elizabeth as he sensed the presence of Jesus in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary? Wasn't John the first one to recognize his own cousin as the Christ when he came out to the Jordan River? John had seen him and proclaimed with certainty, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Was John beginning to doubt Jesus as he sat there alone in that prison cell? I don't think he was so much doubting Jesus as he was beginning to doubt himself and all that he had understood earlier about the Messiah. John's message was one of repentance. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And just last week, we heard him say, the axe lies at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. The justice of God was coming. John preached it. He lived it. He even called King Herod out for not living it. He held the king accountable for an adulterous affair with his brother's wife. Now, he finds himself in a prison cell, and Herod was out there living the good life. Where's the justice in that? The coming of the Messiah was supposed to change the world, to right all the wrongs, to set things straight. And so it is very likely that John is thinking to himself about Jesus, what is he waiting for? A good question. What is he waiting for? The answer I believe, is found in Jesus' reply to John's disciples. Go and tell John what you hear and see. 
The blind regain their sight. The lame walk. Lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised. And the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. The Messiah had come to change the world. There was no doubt about it. And he was changing it, transforming it, making all things new. But he was not changing the world with the judgment of God as much as he was changing it with the mercy of God. He came to open the eyes of those who had been blind to the ways of God, to bring healing to those who had been broken by sin, and to transform every aspect of our fallen nature. When God became man in Jesus Christ and came to this earth, everything changed. Everything. But let's be fair. John was right to preach repentance. Because without repentance, there can be no mercy. Mercy is only available to those who are willing to receive it. Those who understand that they are in need of it. It is a humble recognition of our weaknesses and our failures. And that is what Jesus is waiting for. He is holding back on the judgment required by perfect justice for the sake of complete repentance. As St. Peter says in his second letter, chapter 3, verse 9, the Lord does not delay his promise as some count delay, but he is patient with you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And so, finally, the question comes to us. What are we waiting for? If it is true that God wants to pour out his mercy into our lives, that he is that patient and that willing to transform us and set our hearts on fire, what are we waiting for? As Christ was in the days of John the Baptist, so he is doing now seeking to open the eyes that are blind, to heal those who are broken and in need. He is offering himself to us here today in the Eucharist and asking that we be totally united to him, totally committed, totally faithful. God can transform our entire lives if only we will let him. So what are we waiting for?